0: Mike Cyber Radio is an independent podcast. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host and the guests only, and do not necessarily reflect those of any broadcasters that any of us either have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. Enjoy the show! <laughs> Welcome back to Mike Cybert Radio. I am your host. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I am at Mike Cybert Radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and write into the mailbag, Mike Radio at gmail.com. This is the podcast radio show where I talk about stuff and things that are on my mind every week. And on this week's show, my guest is Nicola Wayland, returning to talk about an exciting show just announced this last weekend that he'll be a part of called Wavefest, a night of hardware, chiptune, and dance music happening on Saturday, July 14th at Substation and hosted by Pacific Noiseworks. He's going to be calling in very shortly, and we will talk about all of that and more on this all-new episode of Mike Seibert Radio. But first, let's kick things off with... some shout outs. I want to thank last week's guest, Big E from KGRG, Airhorn Elijah, for jumping on with me as I talked about Deadpool 2, uh, specifically his insight on dubstep, since uh, that's the type of music that he produces under the name Dolliber. Um, I'll have a link in the show notes for you to check out his stuff. It's really very good. Um, he's also the current host of The Monday Project, the show that I founded on KGRG a couple years ago, and you can listen to that show live every Monday night from 7-10pm to 10 PM Pacific Time on the radio on KGRG 89.9 FM or you can stream the show from anywhere in the world using the KGRG FM app or at KGRG.com and speaking of uh, thanks to everyone who came out to the KGRG Spring Benefit Show last Friday uh, from what I saw it looked like it was a huge success and folks had a great time and uh, and a quick reminder that uh, registration for summer and fall quarter is now open at Green River College, the home of KGRG. Um, And you can join the KGRG family yourself by signing up for Journalism 110 and Journalism 120 uh, to be on the radio and share your voice with the world in just two weeks. How about that? Summer classes start on June 25th. Check out KGRG.com or GreenRiver.edu for more information. Coming up next, chip rock artist Nicola Whalen, and you're listening to Mike Cybert Radio. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. The crew that brought you Heat Wave is back to crank up the temperature on your summer. Party with a killer lineup of local and national chiptune and hardware artists that'll leave you in a euphoric sweat. This is Wave Fest. And joining us now, returning to the Mike Seibert Radio podcast for the first time since we met during last year's Emerald City Comic Con, please welcome back to the show, Nicola Whalen. So tell us more about WaveFest.
1: Yeah, so uh, to back up for just a minute there, as you were saying, oh, sure. uh, I've been been up to several things since Emerald City Comic Con, and one of them was a, a concert series called uh, Heat Wave. Uh, and me and a couple of friends are more or less the, the key organizers of that. And this WaveFest is basically the next Heat Wave, but we want to make it much bigger than the previous ones, uh, and we'll see. what We want to make it more or less a thing that we do every summer. Yeah, so these heat waves and, and this wave fest, which is you know built on that, is uh, basically meant to promote uh, various types of electronic music, in particular chiptune and hardware-based music mm-hmm. and lo-fi music and dance music. So uh, that's sort of a pretty wide spectrum, but we didn't want to li- limit ourselves to just chiptune, which is more or less what we were talking about at Emerald City Comic Con, but uh, several genres that sort of surround chiptune.
0: Gotcha. And for folks that may be uh, encountering uh, this for the first time, uh, why don't we go even further back and just give a, a very brief description of the uh, of the type of music that you do? Um, you know, uh, you've, you've mentioned chip tune, but there's uh, there's a couple other uh, uh, styles of music that you do as well. Uh, maybe if you could uh, summarize that a little bit for uh, for new listeners before before we get into the meat of, you know, uh, what what Heat Wave was and obviously what the upcoming uh, WaveFest is.
1: Yeah, so uh, I personally do several genres of music because, you know, most musicians really love several genres of music uh, and maybe specialize in a couple. Uh, My my background way back in the day, uh, I was a big fan of video game music and a big fan of OC Remix and people who sort of build off of uh, video game music as a genre. Um, and along those lines, I did a lot of rock music uh, and a lot of rock cover covers of video game music. And very naturally, that, that shifted into chiptune, which is um, a, a genre of music where you write the music on old video game consoles or you use some modern software that can emulate the sound of old video game consoles. And so I... Personally, I I sort of blend those two worlds, and I do sort of live instrumentation with uh, a Game Boy or with uh, an NES. But, you know, being in the chiptune world, I meet lots of people who take completely different approaches. Uh, One common one that's very, very cool is to see people basically doing DJ sets uh, with Game Boys using software that has very sophisticated live modes like you know, Ableton Live has a lot of tools for doing live performances. There are some software for the Nintendo Game Boy that lets you do similar things. Um, so that's sort of my personal background, and also a very brief overview of Chiptune.
0: Let's uh, let's talk about the uh, uh, the Heatwave show and kind of some of the other artists that you've uh, that you've connected with.
1: So uh, the really cool thing about Heatwave, uh, especially the last couple ones is discovering a lot of the local chiptune and hardware talent uh, in the Seattle area. And sort of some of the other very big players uh, in the scene who are helping to organize these are, for example, Graz and Skybox. Uh, And both of these artists uh, do chiptunes and also several other genres. And and they bring that to to the shows when they perform. Um, And they're also very, you know... They they know how to organize events very well, and they've actually worked with both of them in the past several years ago as well uh, on making these kinds of events. But the other really cool thing I want to point out is um, this uh, Wayfest is going to be our third uh, show, and they've been getting sort of steadily bigger and bigger. And now we finally have, you know, some very sparing budget, and we can bring in some uh, out-of-town acts. So we're very excited for that. We have uh, Sensei coming from Detroit and Slime Girls coming from Los Angeles, uh, and both of them are very amazing chiptune performers.
0: Awesome! Now, uh, so you mentioned some of the uh, outer town, out of towners. Obviously, uh, Slime Girls have L.A. and Sensei from Detroit. But uh, talk a little more about uh, about our friends in the local scene.
1: Yeah. So uh, we have well, several chip tuners in, in the local scene. And interestingly enough, uh, in recent years, uh, a lot of their performances have been out of town because there have been a lot of big chiptune festivals uh, out of town, for example, at MagFest or MagWest or um, Frequency FrequencyFest. Uh, so, for example, Boa Constructor, he's a very well-known artist sort of nationally um, and obviously plays in Seattle, but there hasn't been in recent years uh, a very chip specific um, environment to do these kinds of shows. And so and that's kind of one of the reasons that we started these Heatwave events so that these local artists uh, who you should all check out um, uh, can, can play in, in such an environment and we can have the Seattle Chip Fest as opposed to just 8 uh, bit FF or 8 bit LA or, or these other ones.
0: So, how, um, how does that play into uh, Pacific Noise Works?
1: So after our first couple of shows, everyone you know, who, who was really enthusiastic about them and liked them asked us afterwards, where can we follow this stuff? Where can we follow when the next show is? Um, and we would do the typical Facebook thing where we would post future events in past event pages, and that sort of helped. Uh, but really, organizationally, it helps a lot to create you know, uh, some group that, that can help to promote and help to inform and, and whatnot. So that's why we started uh, Pacific Noise Works, and we chose the name pretty specifically, um, you know, to put ourselves in a general region. We don't want to be just Seattle, and also um, to put ourselves in a general music genre. We don't want to be just chip So that's sort of how that started, um, and a little bit of background information: um, Skybox uh, and myself were part of a group called Pico Pico Detroit when we were around uh, the Detroit area and so we we have some experience with with creating uh, this type of you know very loose promotional organization that just helps get the music out there and put on shows and whatnot Uh, but both of us eventually ended up moving to Seattle so you know we're going to do something similar here because it's our passion.
0: Um, so, so Pacific Noise Works is kind of just kind of like a, a, a clearinghouse for, you know, like you had mentioned, all these, uh, all these different acts in, in that, in that scene. I, I think that's really cool. Let's yeah. See. And, and oh. we
1: want to be as open as possible too. Uh, we're going to have an, an open mic at our next show at, at wave uh, and basically anyone who wants to play at any time should just shoot us you know, messages and, and we'll, we'll do the scheduling and work things out. Um, a lot of organizations might not necessarily work that way, but we're, we're super open about such things.
0: That's cool. I mean, I, I remember one of the things you shared with me during our conversation at Emerald City Comic Con is that yeah, that that local scene is very much uh open and encouraging of those up and comers, those new folks that are kind of uh dabbling in uh chiptune and, you know, some of the some of the other uh, offshoots of that. Uh so I so I think it's I think it's really cool that there's that that um a uh, vibe of welcoming and support, uh, because you know, I mean, depending on the type of uh, music, I mean, some of those communities can be pretty closed off and maybe even um, a little uh, clicky, uh, for lack of a better word, um, and you know, aren't aren't as uh, necessarily welcoming of folks trying to break into the scene.
1: Yeah, and I think that. Uh, Us as artists and and basically all artists have had some experiences like that, and they're not always terribly pleasant. So, um, Luckily, I have not had that kind of experience very frequently within any of the chiptune scenes, uh, which is really nice, and maybe maybe something unique about chiptunes because of the the passion that everyone has
0: about the genre.
1: But maybe not. Obviously, there are other genres where, where that's a staple.
0: So let's uh, so let's start talking about uh the upcoming Wave Fest a little more because you know uh I I got so excited into you know the the background info that we were getting into uh let's uh let's kind of start with the vitals uh so the show is going to be on uh Saturday July fourteenth uh at nine o'clock that's going to be at Substation here in Seattle um it's Wave Fest a night of hardware chip tune and dance music it's is really cool you know it's a killer lineup of local and national chiptune and hardware artists um, and and uh, i see a promise written here that that will be left in a euphoric sweat so i'm, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that um yep. now um I, I see a couple and, and
1: hang on we, we oh. do have a, a more tba so uh following the event page there there will be a few more announcements down the road
0: Excellent. I saw that too. I, I love when I see plus more TBA and like, uh, you know, you had mentioned that there was the, the uh, kind of open mic uh, component as well, but I wanted to ask you about, uh, there's a note here that says uh, visuals by Apocryphal Bear. Uh, what's, um, what's, what's cooking with that?
1: Yeah. So this was this actually a really cool development and, and one we all wanted to see. Um, at the last a heatwave show. Uh, we really wanted to have visuals, but we just weren't able to organize it in time. That's okay. It was our second show and whatnot, mm-hmm. and we were sort of steadily improving. Um, and after the show, you know, several people said, "Awesome show! Number one thing that everyone is really interested in is let's let's have some visuals next time." Yeah, uh, And one of the uh, audience members said, hey, I do visuals, and he, he showed us some of his stuff, and it was super, super cool, and, and it fits in so perfectly. He does a lot of uh, analog video stuff using, uh, for example, VHSs and whatnot.
0: Oh, cool.
1: And and that fits so well with with the retro vibe that, that we've got going on. And uh, I've seen similar stuff uh, by visual artists on, on the East Coast when, when mm-hmm. we did some shows there. Yeah. Um, and not just this is his art amazing, but the way that we were able to connect was exactly what we're looking for. You know, people coming to events, being inspired, saying, uh, hey, I do something similar. Let's, you know, connect and, and put on something for the next show. Uh, and so, likewise, I just want to say if anyone else out there um, does anything that they think uh, would be really cool with us, you know, we'll put you on, no problem.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's rad. Um and you know, because uh with with this style of show it's uh it's uh pretty much all instrumental, right? Uh is is anybody doing any kind of uh, vocal component?
1: Ah, in that sense. Um so I, I sing a couple songs on, on top of my game boys. Uh, but but in general no, it's typically instrumental. Typically I think let me look through the list. Mm-hmm. Most people here are are Doing sort of a DJ hardware style set. Okay. Uh, Slime girls. It's a lot of live instruments, like like a you know more or less the band um, setting.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and I, I do some you know solo uh, instruments, um, but in general, right? Uh, vocals are scarce in the scene. I would
0: mm-hmm. say. Right, and and where I was going with that is that this is uh, the perfect environment for uh, you know having a visual presentation to go along with it because I you know I've I, I've been to a couple uh, game style uh, music shows where you know like they'll they'll have up on a screen like you know some uh, uh, gameplay footage or um, or you know even just more kind of traditional uh, dancey rave type of type of shows where. Where, you know, there'll be you know just just various images playing out on a screen. And I guess I guess that's what I'm kind of imagining when uh, when you're referring to the art and the visuals. Um, is that is that close to to what I'm thinking there?
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, so actually, having visuals for for chip show shows is pretty typical in mm-hmm. the scene, um, and very often the visualists are. Uh, either going for a, a lo-fi aesthetic or mm-hmm. going for a video game or 8-bit aesthetic. Right. Um, but you, you reminded me of a, a really cool show that very possibly you're familiar with, mm-hmm. and that's these guys, Bit Brigade, who uh, they play like the Mega Man soundtrack while someone plays Mega Man. It's absolutely an amazing experience. So yeah, when you don't have that, you know, Vocals or or whatnot, mm-hmm. and you're not always tuned in straight to to the artist. It's really awesome to have some visual uh, counterpart to the experience.
0: You know, and and thinking about this more, you know, as as I'm uh, looking at it, so it, it's. Um when when folks think of this uh, type of music, you know whether it's you know chip tune or fake bit or you know just a video game style music, you know they have a a very specific perception of um, like what you showed me at Comic Con. You know, uh, people writing and performing music, you know, using the uh, uh, vintage consoles or maybe just uh, a lot a lot of like laptop driven music and things like that, but. Um, But it sounds like there's going to be more uh, live... Uh, instrumentation like like you alluded to uh, uh some of the instruments you play like you know we we haven't uh, uh talked about your electric violin work or um, any of that yet but uh but um i was wondering if you could uh perhaps tell our listeners a little more about uh some of these uh, uh some of the other artists on the lineup and kind of specifically uh what instrumentation and maybe uh styles of music that they do
1: yeah, so um well let me let me start with slime girls. I mean, they they basically play in a chip band. Uh and their aesthetic is super on point. It's, it's absolutely wonderful and mm-hmm. awesome. Um but they they have more or less a full band lineup. And actually we're we're very happy to say that uh this full band lineup it looks like they're going to be able to bring the whole thing, the whole experience here. Sometimes when um travel is or logistics is difficult uh, they they have a, a sort of more stripped down version of their set, which a, a lot of um, chip bands or chip rock bands do. Sure. Um, then, in terms of uh, some of the other artists, Senesi is a very classic, quintessential uh, Game Boy uh, dance music artist. He's, in, in my opinion, one of the best. That's why we're we're super happy that we're mm-hmm. going to have him come. Um, Graz is also able to make a lot of awesome dance music with just the Game Boy, but he also, uh, takes it in another direction, um, where he does a lot of rave music, a lot of EDM-inspired music, and similar genres, breakcore and whatnot, so, uh, you get a really, really awesome, uh, dance vibe from him, but it's sort of all over the place in terms of genres, and we'll have to see if he does a Game Boy-only set or if he adds some of these other things, um, Gloons does really really awesome uh, hardware tunes. He mm-hmm. uses some Game Boys sometimes and and other times not. Uh, they're they're very chill, very cool to get down to. Okay. Um, in, in terms of the uh, instrumentals, it, you know, Slime Girls is right there at the top. Uh, I'm not gonna rate myself or anything, but uh, <laughs> I do some I do some solo instrumental stuff with right. the electric violin and electric guitar and getting that to blend well with the chiptune aesthetic is an art in and of itself. So mm-hmm. I can't just play any, any type of piece. Um, so yeah, you'll have to see, uh maybe I should give
0: some stuff away, but yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. I mean, cause again, that, that's why we want folks to go check out wave fest. Again, that's a night of hardware chip tune and dance music. That's going to be Saturday, July 14th at substation. That's uh, uh, I, I tell you just the, the, the way that you're describing it now, uh, sounds like it's going to be a very cool, very eclectic and very fun, uh, night of electronic, uh, uh dance and game style music. I, I I think it's gonna be really cool.
1: Yeah, we, we think so too. We're we're putting a lot of work into it.
0: Is there anything else with regards to uh the promotion of the show specifically that we haven't talked about yet? Like is there um any other outlets that, that folks can uh learn more about the show, um, aside from the uh from the Facebook page?
1: Yeah, so um at uh, pack Noise Works. So spell it out is a P A C, and then Noise Works. Uh, you can you know find that on Facebook. We post all the updates there. You can find it on SoundCloud. We frequently post uh, playlists of artists for upcoming shows. If you want to get a vibe for for the the type of music, uh, we have a Twitter where obviously we post all of uh, these important updates. And really, you should you should follow th- uh, those sites. Because we do have more um, announcements coming for WaveFest. Uh, we're planning several very cool things in addition to just um, the, the lineup that you see at the moment. Mm-hmm. So uh, you should sort of very excitedly wait for some of those TBAs.
0: Nice. I, I love TBA. You know what? I, I thought one time I was going to form a ska band and call it TBA because, like, my college radio <laughs> station was had, had a, uh, a benefit show. And for the longest time, TBA was prominently featured on the lineup. So a couple of us were like, yeah, we should just start a ska band and, and just call it TBA
1: you you would technically be put on the bill of a lot of shows
0: this is true we would be a very very busy band i i, I don't think we really considered that uh uh too terribly far uh, aside from the uh <laughs> from the easy joke Oh man! So that's uh, that, that's really exciting. I, I'm uh, uh, thrilled uh, to hear how that uh, continues to come together and to announce more. Um, I, uh, you know, congratulations on uh, putting together uh, such a larger scale show. I know it's going to be a a huge success because it, it sounds like from the previous two heatwave shows, there, there's there, there's a momentum that's been building and it, it feels. To me, like uh, like uh, uh, Wave Fest is going to be kind of like you know the the Avengers uh, style of this uh, this kind of show, kind of like all these different elements coming together from different parts of the country to uh, you know uh, uh, fight for the common good. I'm making this up as I go. <laughs> but,
1: no, that that all sounds fairly accurate. I mean, we'll have to wait and see, but um, the indications have been pretty clear. The other thing to note is is the last couple of heat wave shows which were very big successes, were all on weekdays. And so here we have a Saturday night show, and we have a very long amount of time, so we're going to put on a lot of performers. I keep saying TBA, TBA, but right. we already have announced six performers. So well, and, and... Even, even if things stay at that, that's a lot for one night, and people are going to be really happy.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I, I, was, I was just going to say the same thing. It's like, this is already a stacked lineup that's going to be uh, really cool. Um, before, uh, uh, let's see, if we, before we move on to anything else, uh, why don't you tell us more about where folks can uh, connect with your music and what, uh, uh, what's going on over there?
1: Yeah, so um, I mentioned uh, the Pacific Noiseworks uh, page, Pack Noiseworks. Uh, For myself personally, uh, you can check out Nicola Whalen on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, Bandcamp. I'll fill it out because, you know, the last name is always tricky. First name's pretty cool. It's actually named after Tesla. Um, N-I-K-O-L-A-W-H-A-L-L-O-N. On my SoundCloud, I have over 100 pieces of music, Mm -hmm. uh, something like 25% of which is uh, chiptune and the rest sort of video game related. Um, I also have several other shows upcoming. I, I post about them on my Facebook page. I just played a really cool show in a band, very different genre. It was uh, more or less rock or, or classic rock music, mm-hmm. but with with an electric violin. Because why not? Um, so yeah, I encourage anyone to go check me out and check out all of the other artists. If you if you go to our Pacific uh, Noise Works page and, and you go to the uh, Wave Fest link there. You'll find mm-hmm. all of the artists who are going to perform there and several links for them, SoundCloud and Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. And you can scroll back a little bit through our Pacific Noise Works uh, thread and you can find the previous Heatwave shows and you can find all of the links for previous artists who have played at those shows. And, yeah, I recommend you check out and all of it.
0: Absolutely because I I know that's uh that's what my homework is going to be. I'm going to uh you know definitely get into this now that the official announcement has been made and the Facebook page is up. It's really cool stuff, man. I uh um I I I'm really excited by again what uh, uh what you all have put together.
1: Yeah, and and thanks a lot for, you know, getting in touch with the artists and, and doing your thing because I think everyone really appreciates it. Uh, Certainly, I was very happy to to participate in Emerald City Comic Con when when we met and whatnot. So, you know, everyone gives you a a big thanks on on that end
0: oh thank you that's uh it, it's that's that's very encouraging to know i, uh, I you know like i um th- there there aren't enough champions for independent music you know i mean i mean regardless of what uh you know genre it is like you know uh, whether it's uh rock or nerd music or chiptune or whatever so i i think i think we need more champions for you know not just independent music but for live independent music as well, so any, anything I can do to uh, try to support folks out there, I am always uh, I'm always excited to do. So if you happen to be an independent artist and you're listening to this and say, hey, I I kind of like that uh, that that, <laughs> that Mike dude, uh, yeah, just uh, you know uh, uh, reach out to me. All the contact info is in the in the show notes. You know, it's pretty much at Mike cyber Radio, and uh, and yeah, would definitely love to uh, give folks a platform, just like we're just like we're talking about here this is uh you know i in the podcast i do a variety of different things uh you know as longtime listeners know you know we talk about movies and pop culture and um occasionally other stuff but it's uh it's these interview segments that i think i enjoy the most because it's always it, it's always great to connect with people and to uh and to hear their stories it's uh it's uh, as a mentor of mine once said it uh, it doesn't suck <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
1: Words to live
0: by. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, so that being said, before uh, before we wrap up here, was there anything else either um, upcoming or on the on the horizon that you wanted to promote and uh, and or give shout outs to?
1: Uh, so there are some really cool individual shows coming up. Um, I suppose I'd like to mention one. Absolutely. Um, it's at, it's at the uh, Skylark on June fourteenth. Uh, and actually, me and one of the other artists uh, that we we all met at uh, Emerald City Comic Con are, are performing. Uh, so Shabzilla is performing there, uh, and I'm performing there and a few others. So that's going to be a really awesome show. It's not Chipton-specific. I'll I'll bring sort of some Chipton representation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it'll be an all-around awesome night of pretty much very diverse music. Um, so, you know, if you're interested, definitely check that out.
0: Oh, that sounds really cool and at the very least I'll uh um get that linked up on my Facebook as well and in the uh podcast notes 'cause I I don't know if I had heard about that show yet. Um but yeah, I'll uh I'll, I'll definitely wanna uh look into that and uh, uh, correction.
1: Oh June eighth.
0: Oh very good. So that, that'll be uh that'll be awesome.
1: Uh correction again. So June fourteenth is one show with Subzilla. June 8th is um, Shabzilla's show at Funhouse with Death Star, which was another performer at Emerald City Comic Con. So basically, of the performers at Emerald City Comic Con, several of them are playing uh, Funhouse on June 8th, and several are playing at uh, Skylark on June 14th, and, and both of those are definitely awesome things to go to.
0: Absolutely! Oh, that—that's wow! I got—I got to clear my calendars because uh, I I may have to uh, make it out to uh, either of those shows. Because um, yeah, that's you know I I I love both uh, Shubzilla and Death Star. They uh, they're uh, they're rowdy and they're fun and uh, they're so fun. <laughs> they're really cool. In fact, uh, uh, getting a uh, uh, even further ahead, I mean, be you know, way off topic here, but uh, there's a, a local music festival. Here uh, called uh, Van Fest. Uh, Van Wolf puts it together out in Maple Valley, and uh, he just uh, announced the lineup for that. And uh, both uh, Shubzilla and Bill Beats are going to be on that, uh, so they're going to be playing at uh, Royal Arch Park in Maple Valley on uh, August fifteenth. Um, so I'm I'm definitely excited to uh, uh, check them out out there. Because uh, yeah, it's just it's basically like uh, this
1: August twenty fifth.
0: Twenty fifth. That's right, man. I'm gonna have some fun doing some editing oh, there, here.
1: There's, but, yeah, well, there's a lot of shows coming up, so it's hard to keep track of all of them. But uh, that's what the internet's for. That's what these event pages are for.
0: Absolutely, and you know it's it's very handy, um, especially having a, a Facebook page and where you can add events to a page and things like that. It uh, you know it's like a like a, a Steve Rogers said in Captain America: Winter Soldier. Internet,
1: so helpful. <laughs> yeah. yes. Again, words to live by for sure.
0: <laughs> Quite so. I use that GIF way too much in in uh, responses. But all right, man. Well, before I get a uh, uh, way too much off the rails, anything else before uh, before we wrap up?
1: I would say if, if you're not familiar with with chip tune and, and, and all of this is sort of uh, unfamiliar to you, uh, just go check it out on on the internet. Basically, you know, any chip tuner. Uh, who performs uh, is awesome. I think, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not that you're biased or anything at at all. But... No, I'm uh,
1: obvi- obviously not biased.
0: Yeah, but it's it's a uh, it, it's it's an interesting. A uh, uh, style of music, but I think it's also very uh, uh, visually interesting as well to see how you know uh, one of these uh, 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 chip style performances come together and actually like you know using uh, uh, you know vintage consoles as as instruments and things like that. And I think I I, I just think that's going to be a lot of fun. So again, that uh that show is going to be Wave Fest. That is going to be on Saturday, July fourteenth, nine. P.M. at a substation in uh, in Seattle. Um, on the lineup, you have, in addition to Nicola Whalen, who is our guest here that we're talking to now, you'll have Gloom's Graz, Senese, and Slime Girls, and more TBA. Maybe it's you. Maybe you want to um, you know uh, uh, find a vintage Game Boy and uh, you know join the uh, join the Chiptune community. Um, also, there will be visuals by Apocryphal Bear and. Again, more TBA. So, if you are a visual artist and are interested in um, you know participating in electronic dance style um, show with uh, with that visual representation, uh, uh, reach out. I, I hear there's room on the lineup there. <laughs> so, um, and, and again, just uh, just keep your eyes open on the uh, Facebook event page. Um, I will uh, be sharing that multiple times, as well as uh, kind of looking out for uh, updates. Uh, that will be all linked up on uh mike Seibert radio as well as pacific noise works uh facebook and um oh and that's uh, uh that is a twenty one and over show just as a, just as a reminder for folks out there
1: yeah the the venue uh ha- has a very strict policy about that which is totally fair totally um uh, but we we do like having all ages shows as often as we can
0: mm-hmm all right, man. Well, um, so so as a, as we close out, uh, just remind us one more time where folks can learn more about WaveFest Fest uh, and Pacific Noise Works and everything that's going on with that night of hardware, chip tune, and dance music coming up on July fourteenth.
1: Yeah. So the best place is on our Facebook or our Twitter. Uh, Pacific Noise Works is at Pac Noise so P A C Noise Works. Uh, and on that page, uh, the Facebook page and Twitter, we, we have pinned posts for, for this event, WaveFest. Um, the event page is a Facebook event page. You can also find it under the events tab on on the Facebook page. Uh, and you can also scroll through and, and look at all of our previous events. So those are definitely the best ways to, to follow the group, follow the show, and follow future shows.
0: All right, sounds fantastic. All right, Nicola Whalen, give it up for him. One more time, live studio audience. Well, this is uh this has been a blast. Uh thank you so much for taking the time with us and we uh hope to connect again soon. Yep, sounds
1: good. I'll see you on the internet.
0: All right. Thanks a lot, man. Take it easy. Yep. Thanks. Bye. And again, that will be Saturday, July fourteenth at Substation Wavefest, a night of hardware, chiptune, and dance music, hosted by Pacific Noise Works and Substation, featuring sentimental pastel punk from Slime Girls. EMG bangers from Detroit, Senese... From right here in Seattle, Graz bringing the electronic rave punk. Live hardware dance from glooms. And of course, infectious chip rock from our guest this week, Nicola Whalen. with a killer lineup of local and national chiptune and hardware artists that, again, will leave you in that euphoric sweat. Uh, Get more information about WaveFest at Pacific Noise Works Facebook. uh, That's also linked up on Mike Seibert Radio Facebook and within this week's show notes. More updates as they come. You're not going to want to miss it. Here are some exciting coming attractions. Later this week, be on the lookout for our review discussion on Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, we're going to be recording from the KGRG studios with guest co-host Killing Spree. Uh, we, uh, we were joking originally that this might end up being our shortest Star Wars podcast, uh, given that lukewarm reception. Uh, not doing very well at the box office, but I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll have a thing or two to say about a thing or two, so be on the lookout for that. And Next week, dropping on Tuesday the twelfth, returning guest the multi talented Lucia Fasano will be joining us to talk about her story that she wrote for the graphic novel anthology Where We Live, a benefit for the survivors in Las Vegas, uh, which is out now, and you could get it pretty much everywhere you get your books, including online or at a local comic shop or bookstore. Uh, you know, online, brick and mortar, whatever. Just uh, just go out and get it. Uh, the proceeds will be donated. To benefit Route 91 Strong, a nonprofit helping the victims and survivors of last year's horrific shooting. Um,. It's not an easy read. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it's a it's a thick book with 73 stories. With uh, I think about 165 uh, different creators contributing to it. Uh, but from what I've read so far, I haven't finished it. But from what I've read so far, including uh, Lucia's very personal story, um, I've I, I found it incredibly moving. It's um it's it's a powerful book, and you should check it out. Uh, go buy a copy of Where We live. And uh, like I mentioned last week, if you have any questions or comments uh, you'd like me to ask uh, Lucia Fasano during our interview, Um, it doesn't necessarily need to be about where we live uh, because uh, uh, we'll also be talking about her music and other cool creative stuff that she's up to now that she's back in L.A. Um, Anyway, uh, drop me a line, uh, email MikeSybertRadio at gmail.com, or you could shoot me a message on either Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, all of that, at Mike Seibert radio, uh, get your questions in before noon on June 10th and I'll give you a shout out and read your question on the air. And that will do it for this week's show. I'd like to thank you for listening. If you'd like to listen to my past episodes, including all of my old college radio shows from when I was on KGRG, subscribe on SoundCloud, Google Play Music, the Stitcher Radio app, and on Apple Podcasts. Like, share, rate, and review the show wherever you find it. And if you do leave a review on iTunes, let me know, and I'll give you a shout-out and read it on the air. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at my cyber radio and right into that mailbag mike cyber radio at gmail.com my name is mike this has been mike cyber radio and until next time make good choices